Hey there everybody and welcome to Sunflower Days and Co. Podcast. This is Nicole speaking and today this is a heavy topic. I have waited so long to talk to y'all about this. And it is something that I have a little bit of an experience with with other people dealing with this. And I just know that I would hate for other people who have gone through or dealt with a loved one or a family member going through this is like one of the hardest things. And today we're going to talk about addiction. Now, addiction isn't a disease, you know, not an excuse for actions. So I do agree with, you know, you truly get better when you come to the realization that, okay, you have a disease, you have something that needs to be worked through. And, you know, it could be a number of things that you are addicted to or feel like you can't live without. So, the things that you can be addicted to, there's a number of them. There's no limit on what you can be addicted to. Um, But, the big ones are like drugs, street drugs or pharmaceutical drugs you could have alcohol or you could be an alcoholic once you're an alcoholic you're always going to have part of that you know lingering in the back of your head it's a disease it's really addiction is one of those things that is um it is definitely a disease and the fact that it stems from a mental health disorder or issue or something that hasn't been dealt with yet mentally. And it stems from that. And it stems from the environment that you're in. So if you can watch the environment you're in. See where your mental health is. And addiction will line up right within those parameters. So we're going to talk about how does this affect the person addicted their family, their friends, and their environment, okay? So, addiction will affect the person differently than will affect the family. The person who is addicted to something will obviously, in some retrospect, put their wants and needs for the addiction abuse, you know, that they're, the thing they're taking advantage of to cope with or something else and this can be anything from the drugs the alcohol can be video games eating disorders can become addictive energy drinks soda and sugar especially sugar I think is the number one most addictive thing that you can put into your body and you do need some some sugar in your body to function so it becomes addictive in ways that it's crazy but so it affects the person who is addicted in the way that it can make them have a hard time with their performance at work with their peers uh, getting tasks done doing what they're supposed to do paying bills their entire cost of their living lifestyle can be poof gone in the blink of an eye 
because of that addiction and the choices they made while under the influence, okay? So, family. Um, this affected me through family in a couple different instances, and I've never personally had an addiction except for to certain, like, um, certain things that, you know, you pick up on and you learn and, like, you just get obsessed about certain things and then you have, like, a little bit of addic addiction to. I don't have any dependencies or addictions like this. I have had family members who have had some issues with addiction and coming from somebody who's dealt with that as a, as a family member, it takes such a heavy toll on your mental health. It, um, puts a whole new perspective on how you view life and what you want. I can tell you that for sure. Uh, it, it makes you really want to be in a different environment, wish you were a different person because you feel like no matter what you do, that person's not going to change and, um, they're not going to recognize fault until they hit rock bottom and you don't want to see them hit rock bottom, but unfortunately, sometimes that's what it takes. All right. How does it affect their friends? I've also been a friend who has dealt with a couple different of my friends who've had addictions and things like that. And it makes you just feel this endless sense of worry. Because even when you're family, family, friends, you know, it just makes you feel like you worry all the time about, you know, are they, are they going to be so under the influence that they do something that is irreversible, like take their life, you know, or hurt somebody else? Are they going to remember what they did? So that can be very daunting. Um, and as a friend, you can't save, you can't save them. You can't protect them, even as family. You know, you can't protect them from their own destruction sometimes. You can try as hard as you want to, but that, that right there is like the hardest thing, is watching a family member or a friend literally falling apart in front of you. And when you realize somebody has an addiction, that's kind of what it can feel like is happening is like your whole world just seems to start to fall apart again. Um, now, how does this affect their environment? Now, it can, oh, it can totally shift the environment you're in too. When you're around somebody else who is, you know, under, you know, the influence or, you know, has an addiction, it can be a very different environment because there's certain things you don't want to say to trigger them. If they, you know, if you're worried about them and you say something, you know, it could cause so many different things to happen. Now the process of recovery, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of patience from everybody. It's not going to be a quick fix. It takes a very, very long time to fully recover. It will probably take them the rest of their life to feel like they can walk into a room or sit down somewhere and just have nothing to do and not think about it. It's, it's almost impossible when you think about it. 
because think about something you obsess over. You know, you obsess over that for a reason. So, it's not a one-size-fits-all method of healing. It's really got to be tailored to the individual, for sure. Not everything works for everybody. Like, if somebody's like, oh, I'm going to go to a program. They can go to a program. They can go to a program all they want. They don't want the help. They're not going to take in the knowledge and they're not going to want to change. And if they're not getting mental health counseling along with it, on the side, away from the program, it's going to be even even harder because they're going to feel trapped. So, you can choose between rehab or you can do a step program like um, Alcoholics Anonymous. Alcoholics Anonymous, which is AA, or you can do like a, um, a rehab type situation where they go and they stay somewhere or they go to a detoxing program. Some hospitals have those. Um, another step program is NA, which is, um, Narcotics Anonymous. For families, I recommend Al-Anon. That helps you with talking to others who have gone through what you're going through as a family member, as a friend, a colleague, you know, with somebody who might have been dealing with, um, an addiction. I was not able to attend those types of meetings due to scheduling conflicts back when I was dealing with this, and I didn't really have the resources, um, when we moved. And this was years and years and years ago, but I used to actually go to the AA meetings with the other person. And just try to be there for support and and do what I could then. And gosh, that was seven years ago. Um, but, you know, things have changed so much in the, in the last few years. Things have gotten so much better for the individual I'm talking about. Um, they moved. They... They, you know, went back to college. They did so many things to better their lives. So that just goes to show you that you can turn things around, okay? So. There is a chemical versus behavioral things to notice when it comes to addiction. When it comes to chemical types of addictions, that's when you have the use of substances. When it comes to behavioral, it can be compulsive behaviors. Um, compulsive behaviors, you know, and addictions, you know, that comes down to, like, the video games. That comes down to eating disorders, uh, the sugar, the sodas, like, not being able to break a habit of having those types of things. And we got to talk about the difference between an addict or somebody who overindulges in things. Someone who overindulges things can step away anytime they, they have control. You know, they can walk away from it. They're okay. They don't have to have it. You know, it's habit breaking for something like that. 
An addict will lose control of the consumption. They will be unable to stay away or stay stopped due to illness residing in the mind. So the mental health. So if somebody is addicted to an eating disorder because of a self-image, um, a destructive self-image especially, that can for sure cause an addiction to, you know, bulimia or any, uh, anorexia. I always going to say anemia. Mental illness and family history uh, play a key role in addiction. Traumatic events lead to mental illness. And that could be an underlining issue that will result in the abuse of oneself. And that could be substance abuse, that could be um, abusing yourself or feeling the way you do, uh, self-sabotaging. There's addiction and mental health are something that can be found hand in hand. So... If you are dealing with um, this as yourself, as a family member, a friend, or you've just been around somebody in the same environment as somebody who has like a colleague or someone like that, I hope this in some way has kind of helped you kind of understand and realize you're not alone with how you feel, or if you are an addict that you acknowledge you're an addict or not. Hope this kind of opens your eyes a little bit to see what could be going on. And before I go, I just want to talk about the negative connotations or the stigmas. I call it connotations because I'm old school about how I speak with stuff like that. I feel like stigma is kind of like a very new term that has come around. I know it's been around for a long time, but to me it feels like a new word that is very popularized. So, I don't want to put a negative connotation to addictions. Because there are addictions to certain things that can make somebody passionate. And there's addictions to things that can make somebody go crazy. Not necessarily, like, crazy, like, mentally, but crazy over certain things. Like obsess about certain things. Now, the bad types of addictions, or what society says are bad types of addictions, are something that you definitely have to seek help for. And if, if you feel like someone in your family has an addiction, the best way to go about it is basically just to kind of like watch and see how things go with with their behaviors and see which way is like the best way to approach them if you feel they need help and if you feel like it is completely out of your hands then you might have to call in some backup however you do it in your area I have no idea where to even begin with that but I hope this helps somebody out there. 
who is listening and tuning in, and thank you all for listening. I will talk to you guys all on the next podcast.